Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Fresh Podcast Market. I'm Panda, and I'm here with my friend, Teresa. How are you, Teresa? Panda, hold. Have you seen what the Tumblr logo just changed to? No. It's ugly. Oh, boy. (laughs) It's a black background with a teal to purple to magenta tea. So it's still this. Oh, my God. Did they change the whole entire Tumblr UI as well? No, regular Tumblr is still normal. What? But the icon is all. Everything looks normal on my end. What I guess maybe you haven't gotten fuck? the update. Maybe. I don't know, but this is looking hideous. Besides that, I'm good. How are you, Panned? Hi, Tease. I am doing just fine. Listeners will probably notice that we fell off the face of the earth for like six months. And that's for a lot of reasons. But uh, you know what? We're here, we're queer, get used to it. And I miss doing this podcast with my good buddy yeah, Tease. I have missed you very much. How have you been? Panda, you could just text me or call me at any time. <laughs> no, I know. That's not the point. I do still talk to you, but yeah, like <laughs> You mean just doing this pod? It is fun to it's it's fun to have an excuse to sit down and talk to my my good buddy, my BFF Tease. Oh, that's me. Yeah, that is you. Wow. How are you, Band? I'm doing great. I'm really excited about something that happened in your life that I would love to hear about. And it's your new job. Yeah, I start a new job on the 15th of March. Oh my God, tell me all about it. It's a job. I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Uh, I'm going to do some, it's a mix of production and customer service. And it's kind of a lot of the stuff that I do at my current job, oh. but in a way better environment and way more pay and insurance. So hell yes, I'm pretty excited about that. And that sounds great. I really hope that it can give me enough money so I can move out of my mom's house. I believe in you. Thank you. I think I can eventually, which is pretty exciting. Hell yes. But I am just ready to leave my job. I've been at my current job for two years. Two very long years. Two very long years. And I'm just excited to start a new chapter in my life. I I know that's kind of like a cliche thing to say, but in reality, like, I didn't intend to work at that job for more than six months and that's not how the world works sometimes so i am just incredibly relieved that i'm finally moving forward you know me too um, but that's it but you also got your covid shot which is pretty damn exciting yes i got the first one and i get my second one next week i'm pretty pumped about it oh my god i'm i'm not gonna be reckless but i'm excited to like not have to be scared to go visit my mom (laughs) Mm -hmm, which is pretty serious i get that completely because my mom has also because she's like my mom's like super old guys but don't don't uh don't tell her i told you that because she definitely doesn't look like it but she is super old so she qualified for for her covid shot so she has gotten her first one and so has my stepdad so wow that's exciting that is really exciting i'm glad and 
I know your sister's a teacher. Did she get it hers yet? Too? She did actually. Wow. She had an, she had an appointment for like a couple weeks from now, but uh-huh. then I guess something happened and some sort of appointment opened up, and she actually managed to get one like today. Vaccine family. Oh, yeah. I love that. That's so exciting. Congratulations to all of you. Gwen is signed up for an appointment several days before I get my second one, so Yay. we are just. We the sign up process for Mississippi has been ridiculously easy and I'm really glad because when I went to get my vaccination like there were so many people like we waited for like an hour but it was like a drive through thing so I got to wait in my car so it wasn't even that bad but like it was I was just so excited to see that many people like out and getting them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. New Jersey is a war zone and Ugh. truth be told I don't know when I'm gonna get mine I I mean I'm an essential worker I'm xyz or whatever but it's not looking good in the land of teeth right now unfortunately. yeah so many states are like dropping the ball on this and I don't get how yeah. like mine has been so painless I would love I would just love to get that nano chip in my arm yeah and be freed i i would like to see my friends i think i might act like an animal if i do but (laughs) um i i miss everybody as we all do you know so i also got a new cat yeah buster a new cat got me is more more like it yeah He wandered up to our doorstep and then literally like within two days was when we had like the big winter storm Mm -hmm. and it was just like it was like 20 degrees and lower outside which Mm -hmm. is I I don't know that I've ever been in that cold of weather in Mississippi in my life I've experienced Mm -hmm. it other places but like not here and we could not leave baby boy outside to fend for himself mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we brought him inside and now he has uh he has been neutered and he has a flea collar and he's been wow. chipped and he is my son now what uh, a good lad buster is short for he was named by my roommate who named him buster rhymes or i guess i should say former roommate because they are in the process of moving out literally mm-hmm. like this week wow congratulations jeeps they named him Buster Rhymes, and then Gwen and I have decided it is also short for Gunbuster and Bustopher <laughs> Jones. That's so, pretty good. But he is a good boy. He has not quite met Ditto yet, so we'll see how that goes. Technically, oh. they met today, but Buster was in like a carrier, and Ditto just hissed for five minutes. Oh, so. no. He's a brat. He does not like someone else being in his his domain he'll get over it i hope so yeah i think they'll get used to each other i'm not yeah he'll be okay it's just cats are difficult when you introduce two male or two adult cats but especially a male adult cats to each other they just don't don't like it i hear you i hear you but he is a good sweet boy yeah yeah that's exciting do we want to talk about stuff that we've been recently watching are we still doing that yeah okay yeah we could do that it's time for time for the media zone i while we were gone i've watched a lot of things tease and i would love to tell you i won't get into i won't get too in depth into any of them but i watched i finally watched moonlight oh what did you think oh we cried oh i both cried so much it was so good i oh god it was phenomenal uh i watched paprika and 
that owns yeah i watched uh lupin the third in the castle of cagliostro okay that owns i feel like i've watched other things but that's just right off the top of the dome still technically okay we we recorded an episode 93 like a month ago Mm -hmm. and then like something happened with my audio so technically this is episode 93 so but i'm still watching frasier but not as much and Gwen, I've been watching the new seasons uh, or the the new episodes of Jeopardy post Alex Trebek, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've been watching Good Girls. I don't know if you know anything about Good Girls, but it's got like Christina Hendricks and Mae Whitman and yeah, I've heard of it, but I haven't watched Greta it. I from Parks I'm and Rec. Very, I'm very horny for Christina Hendricks she like they are all so good in this show this is like it's a lot like i want to say it's like breaking bad but with women except that was weeds but this is better imo honestly okay but it's been really fun and but i I know you don't really like sitcoms but i've been really enjoying this okay okay it's like it's one of gwen and i's like put on while we're watching a meal type shows but honestly like i feel like it's gotten like actually really good instead of just like fun to watch while you're eating dinner good so okay i can can enjoy it yeah 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 yeah. what about you oh boy i uh so i kind of took a break from movies for a month i basically poisoned my own water supply watching ready player one again and then (laughs) I didn't watch movies for two weeks, and then I watched Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one, for the first time in my life. Ooh, what did you think? You know, out of all of, like, the 80s horror that, like, cis white men love, this one is the top of all of them. I liked the Nightmare on Elm Street movies I a lot. did not know about Freddy's accordion arms, and that was just <laughs> so wonderful for me to experience without being spoiled i must say you should absolutely watch nightmare on elm street 2 i know because the homosexuals are Freddy's in nightmare. it yeah because of the gays and then also nightmare on elm street 3 dream warriors because uh-huh. that movie fucks okay it's i'll eventually good. get to them so after that i did not watch movies for two weeks and then something in my brain broke and i watched five music documentaries in a week interesting so they were all good but the one that really stood out to me the most was i talked about it on my other podcast author's note note. author's note and don't listen that's me but i talked about never get tired which is a documentary about bomb the music industry oh and it ruled mr rosenstock yeah it ruled so fucking hard if like not even if you're a music fan but in general if you're like an anti-capitalist if you're interested in learning about how we can make music more accessible to people it was such a fantastic watch and i watched it on a spectacle which is spectacle is a nonprofit organization in brooklyn and they specialize in showing like really weird indies and harder to find stuff and uh, some foreigns and spectacle during quarantine has been doing digital streams where you can either watch stuff for free or you can pay for a ticket or whatever. And they did a viewing of never get tired on their website. And so not only was I watching it, I was texting our good pal chip while we were both watching it. And then 
I also, in the corner of my eye, got to witness a whole bunch of Bomb the Music Industry fans and Jeff Rosenstock fans, and even the original band that Jeff Rosenstock was in, which I think was called something Sons of Bitches, let me say, Arrogant Sons of Bitches, and fans from all walks of Jeff Rosenstock's career was in the chat. Some of them were watching it for the first time. Some of them have seen it multiple times. And it was just so wonderful. And it was just one of those documentaries that just made me want to just pick up my bass guitar and start learning to play more music and stuff like that. And I just, it felt so good to watch. And I only really knew about Rosenstock's like solo work. I didn't really like I knew who Bomb the Music Industry was, but I didn't really know what their ethos was and I didn't really listen to any of their music before. And just the documentary itself follows like the creation of how Bomb the Music Industry formed, but then also as well of the end of its life. And then it showed the last concert that they performed together. And just it made me cry. It was really good. That's really really good. Yeah, I highly recommend if you're a music fan, Gwen, when you're listening to this. Yeah, Gwen loves Fall in the Music Industry. So we will watch it. And also it was an indie documentary. So if you do purchase it online for the five dollars, it goes like directly back to the people who made it, which I think is so sexy. And I I just thought it was really good. Also, I watched Chernobyl finally. Oh yeah, how was that? I couldn't watch Chernobyl. It stressed me out too much. It banged it was so fucking good i mean like it was horror and like it hits so different especially when we are in month 12 of our pandemic happy one year anniversary of march everybody (laughs) but it just chernobyl was beautifully shot beautifully made wonderfully acted i love jared harris i love him in mad men i love him in the terror so i was really excited to see him again i i mean if you can stomach it it's so worth the watch it's it was really good but my god it's hard to watch currently Mm -hmm. yeah it stressed me out like before even things were really that (laughs) bad so (laughs) yeah they do a really good job of teaching you what's going to come so then when the final verdict comes out you realize how fucked up it was which i think Mm -hmm. is just excellent storytelling and i thought it was good i really liked it so uh that's that's what's up in the realm of tease oh also i've been watching k on oh fuck yeah taste i i own a bootleg copy of k on on dvd and it's like (laughs) One of my prized possessions. I love that. I love it. I might rewatch it soon. It's on Netflix. Yeah. I should just watch the Netflix dub, honestly, but whatever. Yeah, like the dub is fine. Yeah, the dub's good. I recently started to rewatch Beck for the podcast and um, boy, howdy. (laughs) I forgot how bad the dub is. (laughs) I should watch the Beck anime. I still haven't watched it. I never finished the manga, but I have I have it. It's in my possession. I just need to, I just need to do it. Tisa's favorite little anime. What can I say? Mm-hmm. I just, I love it so much. But here at the Fresh Podcast Market, we are a real podcast about fake podcasts. We sure and are. And Tisa, you said you had a really great idea. I do. So I think we should make a podcast called Would You Eat That? Oh and boy. It would be the host's discussing items that cannot be eaten in real life but would you hypothetically eat them oh. so like poly pocket clothes the little 
uh, colorful shape pieces that you used to play with in math class in elementary school. Yes. This is all inspired by my aunt has been redoing her kitchen. And so because my aunt can't make a decision by herself, my mom, my cousin and I, the four of us have been parading around town to look at cabinetry and (laughs) i've started to just pull out tile samples while we're walking around just looking at everybody going would you eat that and now my whole family as we do this we begin to talk about if we would a eat it and then b the flavor of them and i think this might be really good as like a five minute mini episode maybe like a youtube channel this might even be good and then the hosts could weigh in on what if they would eat it, what the texture would be like, what the flavor would be. I think it would be like a really funny comedy podcast. I love this idea. I love this so much. I love like the concept of like, quote unquote, the forbidden foods. Yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cause there are so many times when I look at like, like a piece of sea glass and I'm like, man, I put that in my mouth. Crump. Gee, I feel that like everybody talks about Tide Pods looking delicious. But for me, my uh, soup du jour, so to say, was perler beads. I oh, I get that. I used like even as it, even as an adult, like I would say, even like as a fifteen-year-old, sometimes I would stick perler beads in my mouth. <laughs> I just like the plastic feel, and I used to just like chewing on them. So okay, this might be really gross for people. Sorry, but I just there's so many things in this world that cannot be eaten, but I think should be eaten. And I, and maybe even like, I guess a bonus segment could be like if people made candy of them. Like I know there was a candy maker that made Tide Pod candies for a little while. I've heard of people making like dice candy. Yeah. Ooh, dice. Yeah, exactly. Like dice candy would be good. I feel like I've seen some other stuff. Like if you were to make a candy that looked like a Polly Pocket clothing, I would go bananas. I I always feel like Betty spaghetti would kind of taste like the you know the sour straws. Yeah. Um, I feel like Betty spaghetti hair would taste like sour straws. Yeah, I can see that. Oh man, I used to have so many Betty spaghetti. I loved Betty spaghetti, forbidden food. <laughs> and just there's so many forbidden food like paint. I feel <laughs> like paint could be pretty tasty looking if, in the right situation. Like even like the lush bath bombs sometimes look like they should be eaten. Oh, yeah, no, I totally, like, fucking lush has so many things that look like I just want to put that right in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, packing peanuts always look like something I want to Oh, my God, eat. yeah, they look like they have the best texture. And, like, I always think about sticking silica beads, like, into my sinuses. Not necessarily That's- interesting and very specific well okay so my sinuses are just fucked up and Uh i kind of like the concept of silica beads just absorbing all of the moisture in my okay okay i get that in turn that makes me be like well eat the silica beads it'll just go up into your sinus cavity and like that's not how that works like just both mentally and physically like oh no that's a bad time i think yeah and just like obviously silica beads are poison so like i can't but in the same vein, then silica beads have become forbidden fruit in my mind as well. And I just think it'd be like a really fun podcast idea where like you talk yeah. about the mer- merits of forbidden food. Yeah. So that's 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 my podcast idea. <laughs> Do you have a name idea? I mean, I so while doing this whole thing, I was like 
I just would ask, would you eat that? But that feels too broad because that could be like about anything. Like, yeah. I feel like, would you eat that? Could be about some person who like goes to different countries and eats food that's quote unquote weird for like European, like Western culture type deal, but not for anybody else. Yeah. But I mean, and also forbidden food feels in the same vein too. You know what I mean? Yeah. It sounds you like a food ideas? network show. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you have anything forbidden fruits maybe that's Perhaps. a little on the nose yeah and then the, but also then if it was forbidden fruits the cover of the podcast could be tree branch with leaves and then it would have like different forbidden fruits on it oh yeah that would be so cute it would like a okay, I've, around, I've come back around on forbidden fruits as a name <laughs> forbidden fruits maybe even what's in your mouth might be funny <laughs> Oh God! I feel like I say that to Ditto like at least exactly. What's what's in your mouth? Or you could do you know how like sometimes some things have suitable not uh, keep out of reach of children. Yes, maybe it should be called keep out of reach of adults or something like that. (laughs) It's a little wordy, but I also really like it. Like I feel like it could that could be played a little bit, you know, or just like keep out of reach, keep out of reach. Yeah, actually, keep out of reach is really good, and then. The cover could be like the keep out of reach of children, the zero to three or whatever. And then it could yeah. say uh, zero to 99 with like, yeah. the host in the do not, the circle with the slash yes. through it, whatever that's called. Yes. That's that's my vision at least. Oh, I love that. That's so good. Thank you. Uh, do you have, what are some other forbidden foods? Because now I'm like interested in this. I, I used to like to put, like when I was like like a like a real little kid, I used mm-hmm. to like to put like marbles in my mouth. I was just about to say, you know the, the weights, like the little white circular weights that's used in baking like for pie shells. Oh yeah, stuff pie like weights. That. Pie weights. I feel like I always want to stick a pie weight in my mouth whenever I see them use it on Bake Off. Like <laughs> that's just me though. Like, I feel like that could be a forbidden food. And marbles also have, like, such a nice texture to them. Yes, like, it, it them. really was the texture for yeah. marbles. Because, like, yeah. they are so fucking smooth. Yes, 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 yes. And I also feel like bouncy balls used to be a big one for me. Because they obviously were, like, I hate the, like, texture of, like, cartilage and, like, fatty and stuff like that. But for some reason, I would always stick bouncy balls in my mouth, which in theory, probably would have the same texture like Polly Pocket Clothes would too. But for some reason, the like beveling on some bouncy balls, I just would stay. I used to just bite them. Like I used to, you would see like bite marks in my bouncy balls. Pencil erasers. I have a really bad oral fixation. Like I've realized over time. And when I was a little kid, I used to like, you know, like the, the weird like rubber bouncy balls that would be like half one color and half the other. Yes, those are exactly what I'm talking about. I would about. just want to like bite. I wouldn't want to like chew on them, but I would want to like bite them like in half. Yes. And I have done it before. And it is as satisfying as you think it would be. <laughs> I did it. And I, it was wonderful. Oh, I'm, I love this for you. Thank I'm you. I was they- like. You've had this experience vicariously for all of us. I was like nine years old. I I was really into bouncy balls for like a really long time. I don't know why. I just, I think I just liked the sound of them. I don't know. I was a weird Did you kid. make a very satisfying sound? Yeah, you get it. Uh, and I just, ooh, ooh. It just felt so good. I love them. I love bouncy ball. 
But what else? I feel like there's so many things I want to pop in my mouth that I know I shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't know. Let me think. I'm trying to think. Like, or like, like an egg yolk. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like the, the computer mouse rubber ball. Oh, yes. Yeah. I, I definitely have stuck that in my mouth before. Like, <laughs> I've never chewed on it, but like I've definitely stuck it in my mouth. I never did that because like. I was unsupervised a lot as a kid. <laughs> the entire time that I had a mouse that had like a ball in the bottom, I would be like afraid of like fucking up the mouse and like getting in trouble with my dad. <laughs> so I would not like I, I wouldn't want to like take the ball out because then like uh-huh. I could get in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Interesting. All wow. of my childhood was motivated by the fear of getting in trouble. I 100% understand that. I was an only child, and sometimes I'm a little, like, I clearly was unsupervised in some very important moments throughout my childhood. (laughs) And I think things that my mom think I would be okay about, (laughs) like, she trusted me to do. Like, I remember one time, I the first time my mom ever let me home alone, I was swimming in my pool, and she went to go pick up a pizza around the corner, and... She was like, don't stick your head under the water. And it's like, yes, mama. And then immediately went, dunk. <laughs> I, like, I was like, would she, would this be okay? Does she trust me? Like, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't. It was, my mom really trusted me a lot, a lot more than I should have. One time I tried to microwave chocolate and I, almost lit the microwave on fire oh my god i've seen that happen so many times on nailed it yeah yeah exactly i mean now i'm wiser and more mature i guess and i know how to melt chocolate properly and not like a heathen yes so that's that's me that's so that's my idea i think keep out of reach is a pretty good one i I like it keep out of reach or forbidden fruits both are good i'll choose one of them to be our episode title I don't know which one yet. Do you have any other ideas for this pod? Do you do you have any percolations? Any thoughts? No, I just I really like this idea because I'm glad. like I don't know if I would describe myself as someone with an oral fixation, but I definitely like, especially when I was like a little kid, like did want to like put random like smooth shiny things in my mouth always putting shit in my mouth and like i i'm better about it now but like there's definitely photos of me like from college drunk and you just see me like standing in a corner and the top of the bottle like where you drink out of is just directly in my mouth that's so funny i'm like i want to know what the sound sounds like i i'm like really sensitive to sound in general so i always want to hear what sounds of things are and (laughs) I'm also really, like, I'm sensitive when it comes to smell, but I always want to know what sounds are. So it was constantly, like, we just put the tops of the beer bottles in my mouth. There's definitely, like, every time I use a mug for the first time, I always, like, need to slap it to know what it sounds like. Like, I just, I need to know sounds. So a lot of times my mouth is the thing that makes the sound, oh, I guess. That's great. I love that. You do make a lot of mouth sounds. I do. I can't help it. But also, I feel like we need to talk about one podcast that isn't real but should be real okay dude hey dude where's my spice (laughs) i still have not read very much of dune but oh my god i i have it and i did start listening to it i am about a third of the way through 
Oh my god, I need to catch up. I am really enjoying it. I really like it so far. I'm really glad. And I think it's fucking ridiculous. And I, I've just been like really tired lately, though. So I haven't been reading it. And it's on my phone. So I, I just can't like sit with a computer. Like I like the same way that I don't know, I have to look at my phone. I don't want to look at my phone sometimes. And I feel crazy, you know, so I, I have the audio book. And sometimes like, they be saying a bunch of crazy fucking words and I have to rewind it to make sure yeah. that my brain absorbed all that shit. There's this, wh- how far in are you? Where are you? I literally don't, I like, I haven't touched it in like a week, so I don't remember exactly where I was. You mean you're not gripped by this story? I mean, I- I'm absorbing this whole book like a fucking sponge. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I still have like a little under 20 hours left in the audiobook, and it is- 22 hours so i didn't get very far but let me see if i can see what chapter i'm at Mm, where's my spice a dune podcast i am in it says i'm in chapter three but you never know what they count or oh my god you haven't gotten to the subterfuge yet (laughs) there's this one part in the book that just absolutely made me go bonkers where jessica lady jessica reads a whole entire fucking like assassination plot on a leaf in a greenhouse and i was oh like God. this is it this is the best book ever written <laughs> <laughs> i love it so much it's so like i got to a farther part in the book and the traitor quote unquote within the family is like duke duke you gotta you gotta replace your tooth with like a fucking balloon tooth there's poison in it crunch down on your fucking tooth oh and then God. blow the poison into the baron's face i was like like a pokemon oh <laughs> like, my god i love this book i'm genuinely is, so involved okay, yeah. as i read it it's so good like it's very 60s sci-fi made four and by men but i was like this rules like i genuinely love it so one day incredible dune where's my spice will dune, be where's real. my spice one day the one the mythical i don't know what number i'm on pot like of podcasts made i just have these two baby just yeah these two but that that one day before we end we should slide on into The good vibe zone. The good vibe zone. (laughs) Tease, is there something that has brought you joy, good vibes, happiness in the past week? Fucking job. (laughs) That's what. Leaving your job? Hell yeah. That's my good vibe zone. What else is my good vibe zone? I started reading a new manga. That's been pretty exciting Ooh. for me. Yeah. The other podcast author's note has been doing really well too. And I'm really it has. proud. Of- I'm so proud of I'm you. really proud of the work that we've been doing on the pod. And each episode we learn something new. And each episode we get a few more listeners. And it's just. It's so I, good. I think a lot about how if we were in regular times the and Miss Rona wasn't here it probably would have a lot more listeners because like of conventions and just talking yeah. to people and stuff like that. However, I think building our fan base, quote unquote, our listeners organically has been really wonderful. Yeah. And it's just something during these really shit, like shitty and dark months has just been a really bright light in my life. And I'm just, I'm really happy that, 
the creative project that I decided to do during the pandemic is actually like working in my favor. You know, I'm so glad. I'm so happy so, for you. That's my good vibe zone. What about you, Pand? My good vibe zone is that I downloaded the first volume of Dungeon Meshi and I haven't read it yet. Yes! But, but it's in my possession and I have downloaded it so it is actively on my phone. I, I love him. Mr. Meshi, Mr. Dungeon Meshi. Elias Thornton, I am free on Thursday, the day <laughs> which I am free. I love him. I so first Dungeon Meshi, oh my god, Dungeon Meshi just rules so fucking hard, Panned. Well, like in addition to I know that it is one of your favorite things, I have also slowly seen other people also be like, oh my god, I fucking love Dungeon Meshi. And I'm like, well, okay, like I guess it is finally time. So I'm going once to once again, Tease is right and has taste. Once again, Tease writes. Tease writes. Um, truth be told, uh, my good pal Lily recommended it to me and was like, Lice was made in a lab for you. Please read it. And I was like, okay. Our good pal Lily Spatterdocks recommended it to me. And it's just, it's so tasty. And it's so well drawn. And once again, it is written by a woman. So the characters are good. All the best manga is written by women. I am not wrong. Amen. Agreed. Highly recommend it. And I just, I'm so excited for you to read it. I like, I I want to play by play of your thoughts. Oh, I I will. wait until you get to like, the Farland big reveal. I <laughs> hope you enjoy Thistle's little jester costume. Like I fucking love this manga so much. Whenever I read it, I will probably post on my co- Twitter that I have for reading comics and I will make sure to like like message you. Perfect. Thank you so much. That I'm excited to start it. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's been it. So I guess it it's time to end the show. Yeah. If you would like to follow us on Twitter, you could do that at Fresh Pod Market. And if you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you could do that at Impandanata. Tease, where can people find you online? You can find me at Vicuna. That's V-I-C-U-N-A-D. That's my Twitter. Yeah. I don't remember any of our closings anymore. <laughs> what about Author's Note? Oh, yeah. Oh, duh. <laughs> You could also find me on Author's Note, Don't Like, Don't Listen, a fandom history podcast, and you could follow us at Author's Note Pod, or you can just give us a goog. Yeah. We're on all major podcast platforms, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts and stuff like that. And I think think we're pretty good. I think we're some good pod. I do, too. I listen to all the new episodes. Yeah. Because I haven't listened to the newest one. But Mm -hmm. it's only been out for a day, okay? Leave me alone. Not you, Tease, the listeners. Leave me alone, listeners. You probably will listen by the time this episode is out. Oh, almost definitely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And if you have any ideas for podcasts that you would like to send to us so that we could talk about, you could send them to our... Our t- well, you could send them to our Tumblr. I don't know if Tease remembers the login. I literally don't know how to get back into that account. So uh, don't. <laughs> we'll figure that out. Freshpodcastmarket.tumblr.com or our email, freshpodcastmarket at gmail.com or our Twitter DMs, which I'm pretty sure are open. Yeah. Or you can just add us or send a carrier pigeon. You know, we'll we'll Whatever. get it. Whisper your wishes into the wind, and chances uh, are you're one of our friends. So like, just message one of us. 
Yes. And I think that's it. No, that's not it. Because I have to thank my wife, uh, Gwen, our producer, who you can find on Twitter at Gwendolyn Maria. I'm not going to spell it, but you're not going to spell it correctly for the first time. So just just figure it out. Do, do your best. It helps if you like Dark Souls. And Gwen has music that they make. You can find that at Hopefully Not Bad Lib on SoundCloud.com. And we appreciate Gwen for editing these episodes. Yeah. And thank you for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market, Tease. Thanks for joining me at the Fresh Podcast Market. And everybody, it's time for bug snacks. Have a good one. Bum, bum.